Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Don't You Know Who I Am is brought to you by Movement Watches. That's right, they're back on board. It's Movement, so M-V-M-T. Because who needs vowels? MVMT.com. Go there and you can get very, very good watches. And if you put in the code Josh Earl, you'll get 15% off your watch. Free shipping, free returns if you don't like it, but as if you're not going to like it. So that's MVMT.com slash Josh Earl. And then you'll be looking great in a very stylish brand new watch. Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and joining me tonight, late notice, but you're a good man, Nick Kappa. Please welcome Nick Kappa to the studio. Yay. Thanks, thanks, guys. How you doing, Nick? I ran here. I just got up from a nap. Because you're uh, doing breakfast radio at the minute. No, not not at the moment. I Ah. did it it last week. Last week. But I just had a nap because I went to the casino last night till three in the morning. (laughs) Um, do, you, do you win big? Uh, Thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to brag, guys. <laughs> what's your um? What's your poison? Like, what's your what's your your game? Uh, beer. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, yeah, I'd say uh, I'd, I'd go the blackjack table, mm-hmm. but um, I only do a little five dollar bets, and I was only there for about half an hour. The rest of the time, I was just drinking. Do you do the Wesley Snipes? Yeah, I did. Always bet yeah. on black. Yeah. yeah, I did that, yeah. and I said it about three times, and the uh, the <laughs> dealer just looked at me like. You, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you think I haven't heard this before? <laughs> Comedian Mickey D tells a story how he got kicked out of the casino because they thought he was being racist, going, ooh, the Wesley Snipes, bet on the black. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> thinking they were talking skin colour. He wasn't. To be fair, fair though, he's a massive racist. Yeah. So. <laughs> also joining us is a first-timer to the podcast. He shares his name with the managing director at Buy Direct in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe. An assistant supervisor at SeaWorld in Orlando and the district executive at Boy Scouts of America in the greater Los Angeles region. Please welcome, it's the host of the weekly, Charlie Pickering. Hello. Hello. That last one, I, that's actually me. That's you, I, am, the, I am actually the head, the of, Boy Scouts head of Boy Scouts America in the greater Los Angeles area. <laughs> dib, 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 dob, dob, dob. Do they do that? We try not to dob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, sadly, I have witnessed some dibbing. Also joining us this week is a man who shares his name with the senior engineer at Kino Cozies in Chicago, a software developer in the UK, and a student at Cardinal Newman whose nickname is Chunk. 
Please welcome oh. from the sweetest plum, Declan Fay. Yeah. Yeah. Truffle shuffles. Chunk sounds like if it's not, Chunk sounds like it should be a member of the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he is. There is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Who yeah. did the truffle shuffle? That's I was right. just, yeah. Oh, there you go. I was just cooking it. Cooking um, at speed. I also I share my name with my deceased father as well. Oh. Yeah. Oh, a good so, way to start the podcast. Didn't, yeah, he's actually, it's, it happened 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm actually pretty upset about it. So, um, I wish I hadn't brought that up. Didn't come up on the search, though. Yeah, so. I did, he's I not never, on LinkedIn. I never got to ask him. Cause <laughs> I never got to ask him if uh, he, if him being Declan Fay, because I went to quite a few primary schools because we moved around, and everywhere I went, it was every day, the first day, they'd call your name in the role, Declan Fay, and somebody up the back of the room would go, oh, Declan Gay. And that was, you knew it was coming at every primary school. And I really wanted to ask my dad. I never got to say, did you also get Declan Gay? Maybe he did, and it's what made him the man he was. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I want my son to have that kind of tough upbringing. Tough <laughs> are you right? So yeah. are you like a <laughs> um, boy named Sue? Yeah. 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 Johnny Cash style. He'll know, he'll know how to fight. Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> I think what it did is it gave me like a. It immediately sent me into self-deprecation from day one. <laughs> it didn't teach me how to fight, unfortunately. And also joining us is another first timer to the pod. She shares her name with a voice artist from West Virginia, mm. a lab assistant at Indiana University, and a real estate agent from Seattle. Please welcome comedian, actor, writer for Get Cracker. Please welcome Kate Dennett. Yay! Yay. Yay. I'm a very smart woman all over the world. Yes, <laughs> a lot of real estate agents. Oh, I really? find on this show. Okay. Last week, Tiff Stevenson, three real estate agents have Tiff Stevenson. Well, there are a lot a of name. houses out there. They're not going to rent and sell themselves. That is true. I don't know if I'd buy a house from someone named Tiff. No. I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to say, no, nah, I'm not even in the housing market. But Would you buy jewellery from someone called Tiff? Of course. Oh. You'd be a fool not to, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Tiff knows what she's doing. Okay, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. Where I'll read out a status update from one of you four and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. You can't buzz in for your own. Your names are your buzzers. Mm-hmm. Poker faces on. First question is this. So Ian Thorpe is our most successful gay swimmer or, as I like to say, our most successful swimmer. Kappa. Yes, Kappa. <laughs> Declan. That was Charlie Pickering. Point there for Charlie, oh. yes. Still, still a good point. Two. Good Valid point. point, well made. How yeah. long it's ago, timeless, I think. How timeless. long ago is the is the Ian Thorpe gear? <laughs> <laughs> well that was that was the like it was the day after he came out. So what was yeah. that, like four years ago? Yeah. What I, four years ago? What I do now, instead of mm. trolling through everyone's Twitter mm. feed, I'll go to Favestar and just type in their name and it comes up with the most Retweeted or favourited oh. tweets. Yeah. Wow. So then I just get to the gold. Oh, so you know how much mm. online heat we're all generating <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I ask you back on. You're all doing well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at the time, a lot of people were talking about Ian Thorpe, but I like to think that one cut through. Mm. Yeah. 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 That was what a lot of people remembered about Ian Thorpe coming out. Because wasn't it he put out a biography wasn't the controversy not so much that he went i'm gay but that he'd had a biography and hadn't said it wasn't that no it wasn't a controversy but it was sort of a point of discussion i think a lot because he was a public figure i think a lot yeah. of people thought they had ownership over him mm. and yeah. thought he should have come out earlier because everyone was like well we all knew what's mm. the big deal it's like well for him mm. he wanted to make sure that he was comfortable by yeah. saying it he, he he i know you know that it was definitely true that um he wanted to have that unresolved sexual tension between him and Thorpey's Angels on <laughs> Thorpey's Angels. He knew that it's the secret source of television, the will they, won't they. Yeah. And if it was out there that he was not, that he didn't have a crush on 
Kelly Underwood from Bardot, <laughs> then uh, then the whole uh, show would have fallen me, apart. Uh, Charlie, it's actually Katie Underwood oh. from Bardot. All right, who so. are the other two angels? Jackie O. Is yeah, Jackie O I one think of them? Jackie O might be. Oh, oh, wow. well. You're asking me as if I know. I'm asking you guys. Uh, okay. There's, there's a third, third one. There's a third oh, undercover I've angel. I've got it YouTube this as well as soon yeah. as I'm getting home. Well, I'm going to get tweets about it. I know. If yeah. we're going to yeah, say it on yeah. the podcast. Because they had to pull off challenges. Yeah. It, it would have been good if it was it's like Katie Underwood and. Uh, Jackie, Jackie O, and just fucking Katrina, who works with the council, because yeah. someone's got to get the shit done. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a celeb. The two celebs aren't getting their fingers yeah. dirty. Yeah. 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 Question two: I love movie trailers where they show all the good bits. So when you see the movie, it's all those bits again, but filling in more time. Kate. Nick. Yes, Kate. Oh, Kappa. You are correct. It was. Hey. Yeah, it's a point there for Kate. Yeah. yeah, it does really annoy me. I saw the uh, Black Panther trailer, and I'm like, what the. It's showing all the good bits. Like it's. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? No, but so it's you don't know. Don't Maybe know there yet. are some good bits. Might be even, no, even good. No, nah, I refuse. Because oh, really? <laughs> seen all the good bits. <laughs> this is a silent protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how you know a film's actually shit. If it's got, if, yeah, if, it, if they've just overloaded the trailer with quality mm. moments, yeah, it says yeah. to me like that's the and it, and it tells the almost the whole narrative of the. Movie. Yeah. That yeah. one's the yeah, yeah the narrative thing is a big problem. Whatever. But, but what? I, I feel that's how you know it's a stinker, and they know it's a stinker, and it's just the sheer desperation because thrown the, into the thrown I into saw the trailer. Get out or the get out. Mm. Yeah. And is that is that what it's called? just get out. It's just get, get, out. get out. Get out. The get out. <laughs> I don't know. It's people looked at me weird. The get out. You might have you just been get saying out. that at parties, and people have not been correcting you. <laughs> I, I might have mixed it with the get down, the get which down. is that Baz Luhrmann. It's like your bedazzled ball bag. The get out sounds like a kidnapping movie with like Alicia Silverstone and Josh Hartnett in it, or something like that. The get out is what every single person involved in that show should have done the second that script landed on their desk. The trailer for Get Out showed so much of that film. Yeah. It was yeah. annoying because you go, oh, I know what this yeah. is about. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard because that that film had the most, like, just the most incredible turnaround. Mm. Yeah, like, like literally the. But the problem is the line "Get Out." Yeah, uh-huh. is like is is where your universe gets flipped over, and it's almost you almost have to show it to intrigue people. Like you almost because like what else can you show from that? Like how do you intrigue people in that movie other than people? Coming up to you saying, seriously, it's the best movie of the year. You got to go see it. Whatever happened to '90s trailers that were just terribly misleading? <laughs> I remember the one for Loch Ness. It was like, "Do not go into the water." And then you watch it, and it's about a girl who befriends the Loch Ness and like <laughs> hangs out with him. And you're just like, "What the fuck?" Wait, she makes out with him. No, it just hangs out. With oh. him. Probably made out in the deleted scenes. <laughs> Whatever you're into, Dennett. Hollywood's going through a really tough time. <laughs> Question three. I reckon fish and chips are making a comeback. Declan. Yes, Declan. I'm going to say Kate. It was Nick Capper again. Oh, another yes. one. Yeah. They are. I reckon, I'm with I've you. been seeing them about. Yep. I reckon they are. <laughs> on the ground. I, I, I reckon they went away for about ten years, and now yeah. they're back. Yeah, on 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 Smith Street in Collingwood. Yep. There's mm. two fish and chip shops. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. Probably eighty dollars for one <laughs> yeah. bit of fish, but yeah. Yeah, the fish and chips have gone boutique. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And 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 I'm not necessarily opposed to that. We've got a fish and chip shop near us that is old school. Oh, great. And, and with dwindling. Like how old school? Are we talking grease-addled newspaper wrapped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Like oh, no, no. Do you know what they've got? They've got newspaper printed 
wrapping paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like they've they've printed their own newspaper. Have they got oh the gosh, Have yeah. they got the and girl the on the motorbike Chico roll ad faded on oh, the wall? No, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. It's not old school at all. It's really lacking. But it does have it does have a giant jar of pickled onions with just two at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is when you, like yeah. I love a pickled onion, but you can't bring yourself to have one of them. No. You don't. No, you have no idea. Old, that, yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you know what's replaced the giant jar of pickled onions? Mm? The giant jar of Nutella. That's the new thing that they have on. Like fish and chip shop, <laughs> or just in restaurants. Oh yeah, <laughs> they have no, yeah, giant Nutella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I no saw one. that in a yeah. pizza restaurant recently, yep. and I, in my brain, because you when you walk in somewhere with kids, as a couple of you would know, uh, you walk in and you sort of isolate what you don't want your kid to get yeah. involved in at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the Nutella, and I went, just if I cannot let Charlie see that, we'll get through this meal. <laughs> but is th- is that not just to this pizza restaurant? Is that a thing? I've been joint? seeing them around a fair bit. And what yeah. are they? Do, are they using it, or is it in like... pizza places especially because the dessert pizzas, oh which is Nutella? Oh, okay, yeah. And there's a shortage. Yeah, and people have just got jars <laughs> hanging out, ornamental. Showing their wealth. <laughs> Question four. Not everyone knows this, but you can put a tea bag in your shoe and people in the office will think that limp is from working out. Declan. Yes, Declan. Kate. You are correct. Yes, oh, point yeah. there for Declan, yes. That is one I do not remember. No. <laughs> I thought that was very good. I like it. Thank you. I'll yeah. retweet it because it's new Go to me. <laughs> Wait till after this. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we yeah, yeah, get the yeah, surprise. Yeah. Yeah, great. You know, most people go, they don't remember like the controversial thing. I have no memory of that, yeah. but yours oh, yeah. is about tea bags and shoes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a thing I've been sitting on for a while. Yeah. So. Had a few drinks one night and you thought, I'm just going to say yeah. it. Yeah. Question five. So hard to keep track of all these new diet fads. Is eating a whole block of cheese with a bowl of wine good or bad for you? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Kate. It was Declan Faye. Oh. Yeah, point there for Declan. Mm. I Sorry. didn't eat the whole block, <laughs> but I had a fair whack of it though. <laughs> it's you do. It, it cha- I don't want to be the kids guy, but you. I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you do. You you just you have to dr- if you want to drink you have to drink more at home. Yes. So uh, you if you you can't just go out anymore. So you, it becomes a weirder. It's not like a social drinking. It becomes this weird. Oh, I'll better sneak another bottle. It's a, it's another a, glass of red. It's a sad, lonely drinking you have with yourself. Pretty much. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like a secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you unfortunately get to, you yeah you open the fridge and it's like there's just cheese left, and it's still like. I don't know what age do you have to stop eating like a seventeen-year-old stoner? Never, what, what never, of, like never. Particularly if you're stoned. What but, kind um, of cheese are we talking about? Are we talking about like a brie, or are we talking about a big block of just tasty? Just a block. Yeah. It was like <laughs> you know, craft or something like that. It was just a stock standard block that you get. It was a big block because you you know don't want to have to shop too much for big cheeses. Yeah. It was a big block. And you sort of have a couple and then you have a couple more. And <laughs> before you know it, every artery is just filled with cheese. This is something they don't tell you before you're a parent. Now, you two mm. aren't parents. But mm. when you become a parent, mm. crackers play a bigger role in your life than they ever did before. Okay. Yeah. You've always got crackers in the house. Why yeah. do babies like crackers? Just kids like crackers. They're easy. They're, they're, they're mm. The biscuits that they, they can have. They crunch and they're fun and they can hold them in their hand. Yeah. It's, it's great. goes with stuff. All right. First cheese on a cracker. That's yeah. a big moment. Like, that's an exciting time. Mm, yeah. Like, because the kids have just plain crackers for quite a while. And then yep. when they've got the motor skills to actually marshal a small amount of cheese on mm. top of a cracker to their mouth, mm. huh, it's do Christmas. It, <laughs> do you pair it with a nice juice as well so they can really yeah. enjoy the experience? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Charlie goes up, gets him to smell it first yeah. and swish it around yeah. in the glass. Ooh, golden circle. This is, uh, what, uh, last month? Yes. <laughs> 
Question six. If Tony Abbott, Peter Dutton and Lyle Shelton cared about kids, they'd fight against gambling ads at the NRL Grand Final. Declan. Not a love song. Yes, Declan. It has to be Pickering. Yeah, you are correct. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Pickering. It's Sorry, too, you too are wrong. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too front-loaded with divisive right-wing figures. Yeah. yeah. Really... Because if, if it wasn't you, it was me. And I knew it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. I, I just think it's remarkable that that I could get that much, like, Political angst in 140 oh, characters. Yeah. Like, well, like that was. There's, a, there's yeah. some heavyweights swinging away yeah. there. Yeah, they, yeah. they haven't updated you to 280 yet. I thought you'd be. No, I haven't, and, and I don't know. I don't. But I'm glad. I think. Um, I find that uh, boundaries are good for art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. restrictions are good for art. Yeah. And and so I think 140 characters. It's good to bump up against some walls. It makes you think a bit more about what you're saying. I think someone's found a way to justify their sadness about not having <laughs> those extra. How the fuck does Assange have it? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the interesting thing about that tweet is uh, after that tweet. For three days, apparently, Peter Dutton's media manager was trying to contact me. Really? And didn't manage to, and then apparently, you know, it obviously went away. Mm. But they had an issue with that tweet. Oh, right. And, 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 it, and so they were, getting, they were trying to get my mobile number, and I had like five or six different people ring me and yeah. warn me, <laughs> warn me going, um, so Peter Dutton's media manager is trying to get your mobile number. Didn't give it to him, but uh, just uh, be warned. If you if you get any strange numbers, you might well, not but want to, to answer. But to say what to say, we want you to take it down. Don't or, know. Yeah. I mean, all I can imagine is that they, um, <laughs> well, they're idiots. But uh, no, they like I imagine they maybe he has done, done stuff. some stuff about pokies once upon a yeah. you know like yeah, once right. upon a time. Yeah, and uh-huh. so they're like, well, Peter Dutton has yeah. said that pokies are bad. Yeah, it's right. like, yeah, but he also said you should find a musical act that does homophobic mm. songs against gay marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, yeah. on in that week, yeah. definitely more topical that he was speaking about Macklemore than anything he said about <laughs> Pokey. <laughs> Question seven, guys, I've been doing a lot of thinking. I'm ready to go viral. Charlie, yes, Charlie, Declan. No, it was Nick Capper. Point oh. there for Capper. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did a lot of thinking and I think I'm ready. <laughs> I think I'm ready, guys. What are you going to go viral for? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I reckon uh, bungled robbery. Bungled robbery? No, that oh, one's yeah. difficult. There's so much effort that has to go into that one. Just no, don't make up tutorials. Just break into like something oh, and then oh. make up cook t- some food and then you'll go, oh, this is the, the guy who broke in and got hungry. And that goes always. <laughs> I, uh, I always wanted to be the first guy to do a ram raid in a Prius. Oh. Like in an environmentally oh, wow. friendly car. A yeah. ram raid? Yeah, like a, you know, an ATM, like ran into an ATM, oh. drag it away. You know, just like do that beautiful hum that they yeah. do, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I reckon like the greenies and stuff and the lefties would be like, hey, okay, try to rob a bank. Mm. Uh, plus the banks are against us. Yeah, also environmentally four. friendly. Question eight. It's a bit of an act out. As you can see from the cookie-enabled ads in my browser, I'm suffering from hemorrhoids. If we could just refocus on the PowerPoint presentation, though. Yeah, uh, that one. Nick. Yes, Nick. Uh, Declan. No, it was Kate Dennett there. Yeah. Playing for Kate. It's good. I didn't want to pin the henroids on you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, question nine. How many times can the kids next door play Fat Boy Slim's praise before you're allowed to burn their house down? Charlie. <laughs> That's definitely Declan. You are correct. Yes, it was definitely Declan. Oh, man. Because it, it's weird because they're young and they, uh, like, you know, they're young 20s but they're sort of playing it like this is music that i was listening to at 18 but they're playing it 
sort of how we would have played 80s stuff. Does that yep. make... Yeah. And yeah. I don't think it's ironically, like, they're still enjoying it, but they were... I don't hate that song, but I do if I have to hear it like nine times. <laughs> and there was a lot of like, it was just a, it was one of those things where you just realise you were old. There was yeah. literally, there was two couples just like fingering each other against a bin out the front of my house. Yeah. There was yeah. people smoking like it, grass in the backyard. I'm not, oh, sounds like grass, so grass, grass, you just dated <laughs> yourself <laughs> so badly. Coochie, coochie. I thought I was bad when I said greenies. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely smelt reefer. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I don't even care. It, it, it's, I'm not judging. It just made me feel old. And then you're lying there dwelling on that and they keep playing a song that then reminds you of your youth. Yeah, it's brutal and what it they've was, done to you. Yeah. It really is. But do you know, do you know what's interesting? Talking yeah. about viral videos, yeah. I would argue that the film clip to praise you mm. is Almost one of the first viral videos. It's like, got a lot of airplay. On, which yeah. one's it? It was Spike Jones, Jones yeah. dancing yeah. in a mall. That's right. With as the, a busker with the boombox. With the boombox, right. yeah. and he's oh, and he's constantly oh, yeah. constantly checking in with the people. who are going yeah. going to be doing the B boy guys. Yeah. And yeah. I just I right. I remember like every time that came on Rage, I was like, that is the business. Yeah. That was is it a so one fun. shot? Like, and it was one one shot handheld. Yeah. The main thing there was a bit of a documentary thing before it where they're getting there in the car and they're all really nervous and then and afterwards they talk to him on the street where he goes, I think that was really great. Yeah. 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 But it was I reckon that was as close to it, it was like pre-internet viral video. Yeah, you'd like mm. t- we taped it on VHS so that we can watch it yeah. whenever the hell we wanted. Wow, <laughs> oh, wow. There was a great, I think it was Rolling Stone, tried to do an interview with Spike Jones. This is before he was like the big Hollywood film director. I know what you're going to say. This is one of my favourite yeah. stories. And what he did, like he, in the interview, like it was across three different times I was meeting up. And in the first one, he got in a fight and they had to stop the interview. Well, not with the person, but someone on the street just came in and fought him. And the next one, he got in another fight and in the third one, the interviewer cottoned on that it was all, all orchestrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what it was, he was going to actually take a punch in the face by Johnny Knoxville. Was going to come. This was before Jackass as well, because they were mates. Mm-hmm. And it was this whole thing. And he, Spike Jones got really pissed off that the interviewer figured it out because someone <laughs> someone said, "Oh yeah, he does really weird stuff." Because what he used to do is go to pick up baseball games in really short shorts, <laughs> but have a fake cock just hanging out of his leg. <laughs> and they would do this without filming it, like just do it for fun. Like, and then this is how like, he got involved with the Jackass guys. I remember that story. Yeah. Of the, of, and the interviewer did tweak. I just yeah. remember that made me love Spike Jones. Yeah. Like, I just thought, and this is before people were doing tricks to go viral. I yep. just like it was a sort of he made the interview because celebrity profiles can be very dull. He made it sort of a creative act. It's funny you get you get uh, influenced by like that Spike Jones stuff, and you try to make it. You try, you know, when you get interviewed as a comic or whatever. And once I got interviewed for ABC Radio in regional like Ballarat for some Ballarat gig, and I thought I'm going to be cool. I'm going to rock the party with this interview all right and i said to the lady like they said oh you're from regional australia and i said yeah i know barnaby joyce and i know tony windsor and i saw i was at a party once and they got into a fight about how big their bull bar was and their use <laughs> and like just made up this completely fabricated story and then she said you're a disgrace nick <laughs> oh really? Yeah, <laughs> so it totally backfired on me. I was oh, like, wow. you know, I should have just not said the truth. Should should not tried to be Spike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Our last question for the round. Really proud to announce I've been cast in the new Lord of the Flies as the one who screams, "My pants! I've lost my pants!" until stabbed. Who wrote that? Nick. Yes, Nick. Kate. You are correct. Yeah. Yes, a point there. Bing bong. For Nick. 
Yes, that was my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Kate on two points, hey. yeah, Charlie on two points, hey. Kappa on three points, and also on three points is Declan Faye. Wow. I, I, it's remarkable it's that close. Now the competitive juices kick in now. Yeah, yeah, now that yeah. we got our first score. All right, this round is called Holiday. It would be so great. Now, we've all had great holidays, but in this round we talk about the not so great. And today we're talking about a trip that a young Kate took. Now, at age 20, Kate travelled to Hong Kong. And while she was there, she took a trip to Disneyland. While it is billed as the happiest place on earth, Kate had a day of feeling like a loser. But what was the icing on this very sad cake for one, was it? A. Kate accidentally walked into the middle of a marching band and couldn't get out. She described it as being caught in a rip and just had to keep walking with them until she could finally break free. <laughs> That's, yeah. B. Kate got food poisoning from the cafeteria, which started pretty much instantaneously. She spent the entire day in the bathrooms and was discovered five hours later by a cleaner who spoke no English but knew to go and get medical help. Kate felt terrible for the cleaner, as Kate said the cubicle was like a scene from Dexter if Dexter made his victims spew and shit everywhere. <laughs> or C, while riding the Orbitron, she was placed next to a very large American man. The ride relies on G-force, but because the, the guy was so big, he slid into Kate and squashed her for the entirety of the ride. <laughs> she described it as being trapped under 200 kilos of sweaty ham for five minutes. Wow. <laughs> now, one of these is true. Now, Katie's going to answer them as if they're all true. So you guys got to ask her as many questions as you can, try yeah. to see where she's lying. Okay. The and floor is open for questions. And you don't have to ask, like, you don't have to answer altogether. So what, what I'm not familiar with the Orbitron. Mm. Um, what's, what is the ride like? Like, what, what happens in the ride? There, you start off with like this video at the front, and it's like the I don't know what the like the aliens in Toy Story the squeak uh, and they have a high I don't know what they're called uh, they're like right. minions before minions existed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're this weird video that I didn't really understand. Frankly, they're just like, hey, you're hopping in our spaceship because cool. of the claw, the thing, and it's like the idea is that you're getting elevated. I don't know. These rides never really have much up front to explain why you're there, but they always do it, and then you hop in. And you're just in it, and then you're out. And then so does like, it spin? What, what yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It spins, and then you get pushed so, to the side. It's like a gravitron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, my experience of gravitrons is they normally have a sort of thing that locks over you. Mm. Why didn't you? Why were you? Was there no, no thing that locks was over no you? Thing. Okay, yeah. there was no. Thing. I was. Yeah. I've, I've been in ones where there's no. No yeah. lock. Yeah. No it's, lock. I, and I just, I mean, I don't know. That was the first time I've ever been on one of those things. Yeah. So I just was like, the, oh, okay, this is how it works. What, All right. What was the conversation with the 200 pounds of ham man afterwards? <laughs> it was very apologetic. Yeah. <laughs> and very much me just being like, it's okay. We got through it. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is as well, there's that realisation when you look at each other and you're like, Neither of us are in control of this situation. Yeah. It's going to happen regardless. <laughs> yeah. So were there a lot of Americans there? Because I imagine that's a strange cultural thing to do, to travel to Asia and go <laughs> to to Disneyland. I don't well, know. You, you've never been to the UK and gone to a walkabout bar, Charlie? Yeah, only because the rugby was on. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah uh, it's a good point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, So um, your food poisoning situation... Yes. Five hours, like, did you come out for for air at all? Did yeah. you did you like you 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 got some water? You, you went back in. Did you rehydrate? I like. I thought after like the second hour, I thought I was in the clear, 
And so I just sort of felt, you know, kind of shaky, jittery. I've been sick for too long. I'm dehydrated. So I went out and I got, and I, I've never seen them here, but they have these um, like Viennetta ice creams, but for one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole, they've shrunk down a thing. Yeah. Anyway, I got one of those. They're very good. They're very good, aren't they? And a water and a soft drink. And then was like, it's happening again. <laughs> so I take my ice cream in with me. Mm. And when the woman came through, there was just like food in there. Like I'd just spent the whole day. <laughs> 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 like buying a ticket to Disneyland. <laughs> Here's all my stuff, my experience of the Ooh, Disneyland Oh, this toilet. is going to be a good cubicle. Yeah. <laughs> so were you, were you alone? Was there any yeah. friend? Or? No, I was alone. I, I had never been to Disneyland before mm. and I thought, this is it. This is my final finally get a chance to do it um but the thing about the hong kong disneyland is that it's not it's actually uh built for children in i know that they're all kind of Mm. built for children but this one is really built for children and it's really small and there's it's all really tame and no one at the hostel wanted to go with me (laughs) and yeah what do you know weirdest place to be alone what do you think you got the food poisoning from did you isolate the meal No, no i was I was eating a lot of street food, yeah. Um, and I'd gotten pretty cocky by that point because the thing is, I had to leave China every month. That was part of my visa, so I was there yeah. for three months. But I every I had to leave the territory, go to Hong Kong or Macau or whatever, and then yeah. I'm allowed back in again. So this was on the first month, and I'd gotten a little too cocky towards the end. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want to ask you any questions about the marching band one because I could imagine you. I could imagine <laughs> that happening to you. I could imagine Kate Dennett stuck in a marching band <laughs> going... <laughs> yeah. glad, I'm so, glad that's the impression yeah, I've left yeah. on you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a marching band. <laughs> <laughs> you made us sound like a low-level <laughs> soprano, <laughs> like one of the sort of Jersey crew, like, hey, I'm in a marching band. What's <laughs> yeah. hey. that Australian girl doing an impression <laughs> of a soprano in the middle of the marching band? <laughs> Yeah, you know what they say. You just got to write it like a riff. <laughs> um, I, I'm curious what the band was playing. Do you remember, given you were trapped in the situation? No, just some, some kind of brassy, honky, I don't know, usual. I mean, they are probably doing a Disneyland song, but I'm not I'm Cradle. not that heavily into Disney. I just had always grown up. Cradle of filth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I would stay in that market yeah. 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 <laughs> playing Cradle of Filth. What if what were the other musicians doing? They were all everyone was just walking as they should yeah. and just sort of doing because they didn't stop. Yeah. That's the thing. So they just kept on marching around yeah. and just giving me this look of like, please get out of our marching band. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, was yeah. it a whole parade or something? Of, like, yeah, it was yeah. the beginning of the parade. Okay. And I, I've got bad hearing, but I think I've also got an attention span problem um, because I was reading a map and I just started walking. And <laughs> so Do you now have oh, sort of associations with brass instruments? Like you hear a sort of brass fanfare. And yeah, then and sort it's of like flashback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a Vietnam the flashback. Street, and then suddenly yeah. all the cars are honking for me. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's happened again. Oh. <laughs> People know what they're going to lock in? <sighs> yes. Yeah, okay. Charlie, is it A, B or C? Is it uh, marching band, uh, food sickness or G-force? Uh, I'm going to go with G-Force. Okay, C for Charlie. Declan. 
I believe them all. Like, yeah, I, really yeah I do. I, I, I would like to just say that at the outset. It could all just be one shit day. <laughs> like, I genuinely believe that. Like you, I was, I was watching you and your body language and stuff. And because I don't know you very well, mm. I thought, ah, oh, there'll, the there'll be, yeah. Mm. But I just, I thought there'd be a tell or something. Yeah. But there's not. I want to say. I'm going to go marching band. A for Declan and Nick Kappa. Um, yeah, I'm going to go marching band. Hmm. Marching band was correct. Oh, so yeah. a point there for Declan, a point there for Nick, and a point there for Kate. So no points for Charlie. So yeah, so marching band. Just had my map, went for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had the map in front of me and I just saw this like flash of brass between my face and the mm. map, and it was the trombone slide. You know, wow. I don't know what you call it, like the bit that brought around the, front, the, front, the, yeah, the yeah. this bit. And I, you just do this, and then suddenly look across, and there's just 20 people with instruments marching. Wow. And this look as well in their eyes of like, and they're blowing the horn, of like, get out of the world, get out of the... And I'm doing the march, and I'm panicking in the middle of it all, and yeah. the things are happening all around me. And then I kind of just end up going with the momentum and kind of join them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also tried to like get out of the side, move out of the side, move out. And then I was finally in the clear and everyone had been watching this were just like, yeah! Awesome. <laughs> and then I just walked away like, this is the worst day of my life. And then I fell up a step in front of everyone at the end of the <laughs> oh, I just, because with the description of it as a rip is fantastic. And if being caught in a rip is a, I was suddenly back at Port, sorry, Phillip Island Beach in like 1995. Did you have, were you hoping there was some sort of like brass band lifeguard guy to grab you and then haul you (laughs) out of it? Where the fuck was the conductor guy? Why didn't he help me? Is that what the stick's for, the conductor, to pull people out? I must be, yeah. Yeah. Okay, at the end yeah, of the it's, round. it's definitely a failing of Hong Kong Disneyland <laughs> yeah. that they didn't foresee that happening <laughs> and have a trained professional ready to solve to that problem. They got a lifeguard. <laughs> at the end of the round, the scores are Charlie on two points, Kate on three points, Nick on four points, and also on four points is Declan Faye. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I gained points? Yeah, you got a, you got a point because Charlie got it wrong. Oh, eat shit. Well, that's really, like, that's, that's it's the first time we've met and... <laughs> Not only do you deceive me mm. with a story of a holiday, but then you you rub my nose in it. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm. no way to no way to build a friendship. Welcome to my fucking world, Charlie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, just stopping the podcast because we are sponsored by Movement Watchers this week. That's right, they're back on board. Thanks, Movement. That's M V M T. So if you want a cool watch, go to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl and get a 15% discount with free shipping and free returns if you don't like it, but you will like it because they make very good watches. And have a look at their very big selection of watches. They've sold over a million watches, 160 countries. The company started just because two dudes, they were like, there's no decent watches out there. Everything's really, really expensive or makes you look like you're a child. So they make very cool watches. Great designs, simple designs. They're never going to go out of date. They look good. I've got one. I get a lot of compliments when I wear it. People are like, I like that watch. It's really simple. And I'm like, thank you. That's, that's, that's my style. Simple. So get 15% off today with free shipping, free returns by going to mdmt.com slash Josh Earl for a very, very cool watch. You know, guys, it's time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm to, time to step up, okay? You're not a child anymore. You need a good watch, okay? You need something that's going to look good. It's going to be tough. A classic. I almost said timeless, but you don't want that for a watch. A classic, okay? It's not going to go out of style. So just go to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl, and you'll be looking cool like this cool dude. And I'm pointing at a picture of a cool dude. It's not me. Hey, while we've stopped, I might as well talk about the Christmas show that is coming up for Don't You Know Who I Am, December 16th at the European Beer Cafe here in Melbourne starting at 5 o'clock. Now, tickets are $25, and all the proceeds for the day are going to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation, which is a fantastic organisation which which give books to kids in remote areas in Australia. Now, tickets are $25, and that is exactly how much it costs to donate three books. So pretty much what you're doing is you're buying a ticket, you're donating three books to some kids who, you know, would like some. Because I thought I picked, I chose this foundation pretty much because, you know, this podcast is all about people sharing their stories. They share stories with kids in far off places so why not do that so if you want to come along go to joshearl.com.au slash gigs it's going to be a very big show eight guests are lined up we'll be rotating throughout the day and yeah it's going to be a fun way to do it and then also after that is the uh, comedy night uh, that Carl Chandler runs there so there'll be an hour turnaround so stick around have a drink and you never know some of the guests might also be doing stand up there so it will be a very very fun evening hopefully I see you there if not, enjoy the show. Okay, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, I'll read out a fact about another person on the panel, and you have to tell me if you think it's true. You say yeah, if it's a lie, you say nah. Mm-hmm. You get a point if you get it right, a point to the person if the fact may or may not be about if you get it wrong. Mm-hmm. So you get it individually. So to Kate, now when Charlie was in kindergarten, he told all his classmates that he was going to appear on the TV show Young Talent Time playing the flute. On the Monday, parents of the kids of his class came to Charlie's mum and told her how sorry they were that Charlie got cut from the show and their child had cried because of it. Charlie then had to confess in front of everyone that he'd lied. Yeah or nah? Yeah. You can ask him as many questions as you want. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Okay, so Uh, you... I don't know what more I could add. There was so much detail (laughs) in that description. Um, What was for lunch that day? Yeah. Was your lunchbox? What colour was your lunchbox? Blue with a white lid. Mm. Who had you told first about this? Uh, <laughs> uh, a girl named Claire. Yeah. Who? Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I later married. Oh, so it worked. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, Are you still married <laughs> to her? So strange. No, no. it's not. Oh <laughs> fuck! All right. Sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's he's not recent. Re- he's aware of it. It's not like, recent. Anyway. Yeah. Just for the record, I got both weddings. Yeah. So I went double or nothing. Text yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it's true. You can no, say, I, yeah? I, keep, I, think, I just no, I no, really no, just no. think it's yeah. true. You are correct. It was hey. true. Yes. Point there for Kate. Yeah. And the, it's funny having it told in a modern context how shameful it feels. <laughs> oh, I just well. feel so ashamed of myself. But what, was it just to try and get some cool points? Fuck, I do not know. In, I just remember thinking that I remember thinking it's okay. Young Talentine's on at like 
And we're all like four. And I'm like, yep. everyone's in bed by 7.30. This is, this is going to be fine. I thought this one checks out. This is a horrific insight into who I am as a person. <laughs> but all these people I, let them stay up for yeah. it. That's yeah, the so thing. that was the thing. They, so the yeah. kids stayed up, watched it, cried, and there were like angry parents at is, is that why, on Monday. Is that why the divorce happened? She found out a lot later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty awkward it was a pretty awkward moment. Can I can I rub it in? I was on young talent time and I got to say I was in the crowd. And in the like last break before they do the end bit, a guy came up and said, "Do you want to be the Good Night Australia kid?" No, I swear to God, oh. I still uh, my mum still has it on a beta tape, oh. so we're never going to get no. to play that. <laughs> um, and I, I remember I remember that bit so clearly. I don't really remember the rest of the night, but I remember that the crane camera came in the first time, and I flubbed the line. Oh, I went oh, good night, and they everything like stops like, and so yeah. you know, as a kid, you panic and I've stuffed up and then uh, the crane came in again and you can actually see on the video I think my dad was worried about me flubbing it again so he actually you see him tap me on the shoulder and point to the camera and then I say good night Australia and that was did you, like yeah, that's amazing did you deliver it too hard the second time around? oh yeah like, I overcooked it yeah, yeah totally like I really went for it the second oh, time that's, that's pretty cool but do you yeah. know I, I almost played the flute it'd be worse if you said good night Australia and suck my dick Pickering yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flutes are shit. Yeah, that's, that's the flute he was playing. Yeah. Yeah. Suck my flute. <laughs> okay, so to Charlie. Now, Declan, yeah. while working on Breakfast Radio, interviewed a very prominent astrophysicist. The interview was going fine, but about five minutes in, the astrophysicist became very short with all of his answers. They wrapped up the interview very quickly, and as soon as they went off air, the astrophysicist the loudest fart that Declan has ever heard. To this day, Dec rates it as one of the greatest moments in broadcasting. Yeah or nah? Um, I, I can ask questions? You can ask questions, yes. Uh, who was the astrophysicist? Who was the, her name is Kate. I do, she used to do it here. She was a... Nick's probably met her. She's a... Oh, yeah, yeah. She works at the, like... I don't know astrophysics stuff. She works at the thing that's down in like spot. Is it the planetarium or whatever? Mm. Mm-hmm. Her name. She is like a fine. She's got an American accent. Katie Mack. Katie Mack. That's yep. who it yeah. is. And she is. A, she is like. I would probably know about two or three. I've no, in fact, she's probably the only genius that I know. She's got a massive social media following and is one of the sharpest people that I've ever met. I All of that makes her sound like a real person. But, I, I, will, uh, I will beep out her name for this as well. Okay. Is she, does she still do stuff here? I don't think she still does it here because she's doing this amazing thing where they're – is it dark matter? And they've, yeah. got, they've created this kind of – this old mine where they can actually do it so it's kind of like they're wow. up in space. She was the first person that was able to explain to me what the Large Hadron Collider, like what benefits it actually yeah. had for – Society. So she's not still doing radio here. She's still an astrophysicist. Yes. Is she still farting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say yeah. It was no. Oh, man, I'm so bad. I'm doing so poorly tonight. <laughs> really not doing well at all. So it's fine. It's fine. To be honest, though, I as I was saying it because I don't. Re- I or any. I mean, a few of us have done breakfast radio here. It's all a blur because yeah. you get up early and I. That could have happened. Like as you were saying, <laughs> I was like, did that happen? Like. Did she let out of like yeah I, I it could have happened very La- easily. Last week when I was on, I started to get a real stomachache, and I did a massive fart, <laughs> and I said um, to Emma that girls almost she was awesome, 
and I said, "I'm so sorry. I just farted." <laughs> and I thought, I thought, I saw, I thought I saw it on her face. Like she's like, "Oh no, it's cool. I live in a house full of vegetarians where I can't smell it." I was like, "That is so good." Like, <laughs> how was this on air? No, no, no. no. It was, yeah, but I farted while we we're on it. Like I didn't do it. It wasn't uh, loud. But yeah. yeah, yeah, and and uh, I was I, I was so embarrassed because you know yeah you, you, when you're in in a studio with somebody doing radio you kind of have a friendship with them you yeah. kind of have a it's friendship. an intimate relationship yeah, yeah, yeah it's it an is. intimate relationship yeah, and and then when you you know you fart it's, you're like <laughs> this is disrespect you know but anyway so I pointed it out that's, and it was fine you just trust them. Yeah, trust yeah, yeah. So there are only two people in the room. Next time I'm just going to do it in a face. <laughs> <laughs> Eat this, Vejo. <laughs> no, no, no. Surely you'd let it ride with three people in the room, though. Yeah, you can blame it on someone That's else. That's right. Yeah, you, just, you, you just go, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to... What about the panellist? God, that guy stinks. <laughs> just want to No, you admit. do the whole... When, it's, when he's out of the room, just go, oh, look. Uh, did you... Did, did you, you know? Yeah. He's, I think he's got some sort of gastro sort yeah. of problem. Okay, yeah, so to Declan. Now, Kappa... And yeah. his dad have a running joke where they try and give each other the most fucked Christmas present they can think of. Last year, mm. Kappa gave him a drawing he did mm. of Kappa birthing his father. <laughs> and his dad gave Kappa three glamour shots that he'd taken of himself naked with a rifle on a bearskin rug. Wow. Okay. For yeah this, or nah? This is the best father-son relationship <laughs> I've ever heard of. I already want to meet, it, meet your dad. Um... What, how did your dad react when you gave him the you birthing him? <laughs> well, he's, he's he's like not the most imaginative guy, but sometimes he just fools me, and yeah. he's a creative genius because yeah. like he's a pecan nut farmer. So when I gave him the drawing, he he, he does this thing where he goes, hmm. <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, how did this how did this sort of ritual start? Uh, it started when I gave him, you know, like a barbecue tongs yeah to like i gave him one that was like a sword you know like the little yeah. two prong things but it was yeah. like one of those spanish swords you know with the with the <laughs> circle or around the the, the knuckle oh, yeah. bit yeah, yeah. it's like beautifully made so it looked like a mad sword at the start my dad's like oh this is beautiful and then like because it was in this nice wo- i put it in this nice wooden case it came yeah. in a shitty packet and yeah. i put it in the case and then, yeah, you opened it up and it was just a barbecue wow. tongue thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm going to say, because I've, I've seen you do on social media like weird drawings and whenever I've met you, there's always been some sort of perverse sort of psychosexual aside <laughs> at some stage. <laughs> and I I feel like, I've I got to say this is true. Yeah. It was, nah, oh, a point there for Kappa. Oh, I thought that would have been true as well. Good lie, though. That was very good. Yeah, but I, um, but do, I will do that this yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you, do you, do, is there pranks? Or, like, do you give each other presents? My, my brother and I do, yeah. My oh. brother gave me once. Um, we always laugh about this uh, men's cologne that you can get at any chemist called Blue Stratos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, my brother <laughs> gave me once a Bundy rum can sticky taped to a Blue Stratos bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that like a sort of the, the Queensland like good bloke pack or like yeah. what is that? Um, can't go wrong that is because uh, it's I did think because I don't know but I always found it very awkward watching like any sort of sex scene or anything like that yeah, yeah. me watching it with my dad or even that getting close yeah. and so I did the, I did worry like I thought that is a really heavy 
you know, that's some heavy Freudian imagery for you to be birthing your dad. So um, uh, that, but anyway, I uh, yeah. But the man's a the man's a pecan farmer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a different. It's just different parameters. Yeah. He's I, used to nature. He's around nature. Yeah, it doesn't true. freak him out. I once gave my dad a card for his birthday, and he got so annoyed because you know I wrote, "Dear Dad, I used to live in your balls. Love, Josh." And he got, he just opened up and went. Nah, great. And put it straight in the bin. Really? And I was like, it was just a joke, Dad. Like, oh, gee. How old were you? When I was you... 20. Okay. Yeah. He was yeah. not happy. You were, well, in your you're finding, you're, happy. You're, you're feeling out boundaries. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. What if he's just a real mad feminist? He's like, <laughs> I was, I was, you were in my mum, you were in the womb as well. <laughs> I had the easy part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mum did all the work. <laughs> yeah. Knowing my dad, that is not the case. Uh, <laughs> okay, so to Kappa. Now, Kate. At the launch of a show that she was working on, went and hid in the toilets and drank beer in the cubicle. During this time, someone else came in, and Kate, not wanting them to know that she was in there drinking, started making toilet noises. She then went to tear a piece of toilet paper off and accidentally dropped her beer in the toilet, so the person next to her thought she just took the loudest and heaviest dump ever. Yeah or nah? Okay, so what did the person say? Congratulations? <laughs> no, like no genu- generally in the women's bathroom, we don't congratulate each other for our shits. <laughs> Sweet dump, bitch. Yeah. Young girl. <laughs> <laughs> you take that dump. <laughs> you do whatever your body needs to do. Oh you, you be you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and where, where was this show at? Um, it was somewhere on Smith Street. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called. But there's an upstairs section. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, how many beers had you drank in the toilet? Um, one. Did the beer? Get, did the gig go well? The gig? No, I was just there to be a punter. I was there uh, for a, a screening thing. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say nah. It was, yeah, that was true. Ah. Kate really did that point there for Kate. I just want everyone to know that I don't just take drinks <laughs> into the toilets, like, happily. A lot of, a lot had come before this. So what happened before? <laughs> um, so uh, I went to the screening of this thing and realised pretty quickly that all the friends that I'd made on set, they weren't there, they're on to the next project or whatever. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make some friends, I'm going to network. And then, so I went up, to this woman who was alone and looked vulnerable like me. So I was like, you're my friend. <laughs> and I went up to her and I was like, oh, hey, my name's Kate. I've worked on this show. How come you're here? And um, I've got bad hearing and I don't have a very good filter in my head. Um, and she said her name. And then so I yelled back at her what I thought she'd said. And so I went, placenta. Um, and she was like, what? No, Jacinta. Which is why that Jacinta name is in my head. I'm starting to realise. Um, and... I, I was like, I'm sorry. I thought your name. You thought you said your name was Placenta, and then all of her friends came back to her, like seven of them, and she's like, "Babe, this girl called me Placenta," and, I, and he was like, "What the fuck?" It was just weird. I was like, "I'm just, I'm just gonna go," and, and then I remembered that smokers are very good at being social, so I was like, "I'm a smoker again. I can do this," and then went out the front, um, asked for a cigarette, and they very kindly gave me one. We're just chatting. But because I hadn't smoked in a long time, my bo- my body can't... Because you forget that before you're a smoker, there's that, like, I am learning how to yeah, bring yeah, smoke yeah, yeah. into my body. 
And so I smoked and I was like, <gasps> and I just started coughing and a little bit of saliva also went, you know, when you breathe in a bit of your own, it was just a fucking disaster. And I recovered um, and I was like, I've, I've got to pull this together. And then started talking and went to take another drag of a cigarette, but in the hoo-ha-ha of choking, I'd swapped the end of the cigarette. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, so I just went, like, tried to pull it together, went, and just spat up on the ground. So I just looked like I was a complete Fuck. psycho. And then it was just like, I put the fire in my mouth. Like, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. This screening thing is going to start in, like, 15 minutes. I'm just going to bail. So I took a beer and went to the cubicles and <laughs> to the toilets just to be like, yeah, this is fine. And then, so yeah, and then this other woman came in to use a cuticle and I, I don't know, it's just, I just, I don't know whether boys do this, but I'm pretty sure chicks do this where it's like, I don't want anyone to think I'm taking a dump in the toilet and not doing anything. So I'm just going to, I don't want the idea of that being out there. So mm. I just decided, I was like, well, I'll just pretend I'm packing it up. And then so <laughs> I stood up and put the beer bottle under my arm and went to rip paper to be like, I'm making the noises that everyone always hears the other person to like scrape it and put it in the bin. But when I had, I don't know, maybe it was the angle because the toilet paper never gets pulled at that angle. But you know those giant two barrel Mm. rolled toilet things? So I pulled it because I'm facing the toilet and it, something happened, the latch opened and it like swung open and oh, yeah. smacked me in the head, <laughs> which caused me to drop the bottle. Bottle went kasploosh. I'm in full panic mode trying to get this thing shut. It sounds like I've taken the biggest dump and like it's like like disturbed my body into like flailing mode. <laughs> like I'm just trying to desperately get everything shut. Finally shut it, leave, go to wash my hands, go dry my hands, throw out the toilet paper roll. That oh, I not the toilet paper, the hand paper roll. And this ring that was really important to me went off into the bin. And I'm like, I'm going in the bin. This is it. <laughs> but every time I went deeper, the ring would, like, every time I moved paper, the ring kept dropping lower. And then I'm just, I'm in the bin, basically. I'm just shoulders deep in the bin. And then I hear the other cubicle flush and open and it's that placenta chick no. <laughs> they're looking at her <laughs> and then she just gave me this look of like utter disgust like she's probably the worst person I've ever encountered in my life took herself so seriously and she just left and then I just felt like shit but she didn't wash her fucking hands and she <laughs> mouth fed I laugh if you into another comedy screening and it's just like Crazy ticket party. <laughs> and it's just like that. Your placenta chick has just written this thing oh, <laughs> yeah, about it's you. It's just like. Get her perspective <laughs> on it. The weird thing is, when you left the toilets, a marching band kind of came through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Charlie, two points. Terrible. Kate, five points. Ooh. Kappa, five points. Declan, five points. We have a three way tie. Wow. Yeah. Our final round is called Hoo 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 Hoo. In this round, I'll read out questions about all you guys. You have mm-hmm. to buzz in and say who you think the fact is about. You can't buzz in for your own. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. It's the only round you lose okay, points. So you're going to read a random fact? I'll read out a fact, a question, yeah. and you, if you think you know who that is, yeah. buzz in. Your name's your buzzer. can't buzz in for your own. Okay. Question one. Who was once told by a casting director to quit acting because their teeth are too small? Uh, Nick. Yes, Nick. Uh, Dennett. No, that was a Declan Fay point uh, off Nick there. True. Teeth are too small. Yeah. Was, hang on. Was the, was the casting director a relative? No. <laughs> I know why you asked it, because I had a quite an aunt who was a quite famous casting director. It wasn't her. I was going to say, that would be fucked up. It would be. No, it was, uh, it was uh, I had auditioned with this woman. I saw her at the opening of, what was that musical, Mamma Mia? 
And I said to her, I auditioned for you. And I, I was one of the, I'm quite a candid, honest person. I don't mind mm. criticism. And I was just like, oh, look, you know, did you think I did a good job? Did you, you know, did I come close? I knew I hadn't got it by that stage. And she said, look, darling, I just wouldn't, I don't think acting is for you. And I said, why not? And she said, your teeth are too small, darling. <laughs> and for years after, any time I went to an audition, my <laughs> sister would make little rat teeth and go. Oh, <laughs> and so <laughs> there's all these headshots of me around that time. That's about 2001. And like all my smiles and my clenched <laughs> mouth. So, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's very true. Question two. Who in their year five talent contest got on stage, pretended to be a monkey until they tied themselves out and then yelled, I'm done. Uh, Kappa. Charlie. Yes, Kappa. Uh, Dennett. You are correct. Yes, that yes. one was Dennett. Yep. Did you win? I did. <laughs> I'll point out, though, I, I was five years old, not year oh, five. I think that's really uh, important that yeah. my learning development was yeah. I was five did years you, old. Was your closer to fling your own poo with people <laughs> no, at the end? No, I should have. Yeah. Oh, missed opportunity. Because then you would have really been uh, done. Man. Question... Did, Oh, no, I was going to say, it didn't help when you called the teacher Miss Placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. Whose first kiss was in Noosa? Whose first kiss was in Noosa? Declan. Yes, Declan. Charlie. You are correct. It was. It was. Oh, yeah. it was. Yeah. Summer kiss. Yeah. Sunny coast. Yeah. I felt, I felt deeply in love with mm. the girl that I kissed. Uh, with uh, your pillow? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, and so much so that... So it was a family holiday. I'd saved up my like my pocket money to have a spending and this was like the second night there. Mm. So I'm doing pretty well. And uh, so I spent all my money to buy her a ring. Wow. Yeah, and then... And was then, it from the 20 cent machine where the plastic <laughs> ring comes out? No, it was no, it was actually quite good and it was just, a, it was it was ludicrous. It was showed, it, it took a long time for me to calibrate my emotions. We'll Proud's that. the jewellers? No, it was it was a shop called Ooh La La. <laughs> Fantastic. Did Tiffany work there? <laughs> she knows her rings. <laughs> Question four. Who, as a child, used to make up homemade poisons and go out and try and kill ants with it. Declan. Yes, Declan. Nick. No, that was Kate did that. Ah. You're quite this sort of terrible <laughs> child. You sort of sound like a Roll Dahl character yeah. or something in your childhood. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, look, I, I'm not proud of this. Yeah. I think most kids try and make these poisons, though. Mm. Yeah, I had a logbook. I um, it was what of logging what you had killed. Yeah, or? I would this log the work. results. I'd be like nail polish remover, shampoo, and then like literally anything I could find in the cupboards, and then I would pour it on the ads and see how quickly they died. <laughs> And I don't know whatever happened to that logbook. So <laughs> that's that's why that's why ants are out of control. Yeah, 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 yeah. We needed those findings. Yeah. It's now that logbook is now in a plastic bag with a sticker that says Exhibit A. <laughs> Question five: Who did work experience for the politician Kevin Andrews? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Declan. You are correct. Yes, point there for Charlie. Oh, my dad, who was deep labour. Was furious. <laughs> he was every day I came home because I was one of those I didn't organise my work experience till late, and the last one left was Kevin Andrews' office. Was it? Oh, so it was already offered. They had them on the board, and you had. To well, put no, you could go on. and get one yeah. if you knew someone. But then there was a bunch of like, you know, this is what you do if you couldn't get it, sort yeah. of thing. And I got Kevin Andrews, <laughs> and every night my dad would go, "What are they teaching you there? What's he saying to you?" <laughs> <laughs> every like, and how was, was he? Did he think you were like a young young liberal hopeful? 
Well, they made me wear a tie. Like they made it. Like they made you dress up for it. And then all I did for the five days, the office is out the back of Doncaster Shopping Town. And all I did was, I think it's still there. All I did was just stuff envelopes for one of their like mail outs of what he was gonna. It was pre Keating was still in, and it was pre when the Libs got in in '96. Yeah. Wow. Um, so if, oh, that actually means I helped the Liberals get in. <laughs> um, so I really was. If, my I, dad remember, be if I remember correctly, yeah. It was a landslide. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it was Kevin Andrews' handouts that, uh, that tipped the balance. I've always wanted to. I wish I had a better story, but he was actually at that stage. I've actually found myself very disappointed by him in recent times because I think he's he's gone hard right of the Liberals, and I think he has really doubled down on that. That's his faction. He's obviously a bit Catholic, and but I don't think he he didn't appear to be that much of a cockhead when at that time and I feel like he's just doubled down on it and gotten more insular and I, I routinely used to send him emails when he would vote for something terrible and say I don't think you were this guy when I did work experience with you seriously <laughs> and I have never received a response from his office and, he, and he'd email back saying still stuffing envelopes yeah. somewhere <laughs> <laughs> just send back a picture of an empty envelope yeah. this one's this is waiting here for you yeah. question six who once offended the band Thirsty Merc by asking them if they were thirsty Merck. Declan? Kate. Yes, Declan. Oh. No, I'll let, oh, no, because no, you're no, no, winning. No. Yeah, it's got to be Charlie. It was Kappa. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to oh. say. <laughs> I was at the uh, Gundawindi B&S. Yeah. And that, that, that's kind of, that's a signal that your band is on the spiral down. <laughs> like, once, once I was around a campfire with the guys from the Super Jesus. Very nice, the guys from the Super Jesus. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, they're awesome. As and are the guys from Thirsty Merc. All lovely people we're yeah. talking about. Well, um, maybe not. The Thirsty Merc, no, they weren't that nice. Oh, My really? mate had to open the band for them. They said they were very they were, they were show ponies. They got a shitload of money to do the gig. But anyway, the funniest thing is, is the if you haven't been to a BNS, it's it's de- debauchery. It's disgusting. It's... It's Mad Max, basically. <laughs> it's Mad, Mad Max and in the country. And so everyone was standing around. And then Thirsty Merc, for some reason, set up a signing table. Oh, so it's just a bunch awesome. of farmers trying to get laid awesome. and drinking Bundaberg rum can. So no one was taking any notice of it. So I just walked up and I said, are you guys really Thirsty Merc? And they said, yeah. And I said, are you guys really Thirsty Merc? And they said, say it again and we'll leave. And I said, are you guys really thirsty, Merc? <laughs> and they slammed down their pens and they just walked away. <laughs> wow. Slammed down their pens. Yeah, yeah. It was so <laughs> they funny. They saw you approaching and went, oh, here we go. We've got one. Yeah. We've got one. Just to go back a story, you said Super Jesus were nice guys. Yeah, yeah. They are. They could be nice guys. But Sarah McLeod, my friend Jimmy, who's been on the show, yeah. very good. he was in a band and they were headlining at Ding Dong and Sarah McLeod was doing a secret solo show yeah, as yeah. a support. Yeah. And she walked in, they were sound checking, she goes... You guys might be headlining, but tonight that's our fucking stage. Ooh. And they were like, yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> and oh, just kind of went back to it. I, and it yeah. yeah, and then we'll play after you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've seen the lineup. Yeah, it was great. Fuck, put, that's put, really funny. Oh, yeah. that's a really funny that, story. They were really nice when they were getting drunk around the campfire oh. with us. At the, yeah. <laughs> at the gun with the like, VNS, but maybe they didn't have an option. Maybe yeah. like, Names like Ray Thistlethwaite, the lead singer of... Thirsty Merc. Yeah, Thirsty yeah. Merc. Yeah, he is. Right? It yeah. is. You're right. Mm. Yeah. Why Question. do I know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why did you mention it? Because you worked at Triple M for a while. Oh, yeah, say. I worked at Triple M. I had to just know these that. sort of facts, and they, they still sort of poisoned in my brain. Question seven. Who has a school award named after them? 
Ooh. There's a school award named after them. Nick. Yes, Nick. Uh, Charlie. You are correct. Yes, it was. Ooh. Public speaking award named after Charlie. Yeah. Wow. I was dominant. Won it three years in a row. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, no one could shut me up. Yeah. Wait, it is, it like is the it coaches was... award. <laughs> so were you a student at the school while when they created this award? Or no, was it, it was when, oh, when I when I finished at the school. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. That is oh, that is yeah. like yeah. when Eddie Murphy hosted Saturday Night Live when he was actually a cast member. They would be yeah. like, yeah, I'm doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I won two uh, English speaking awards at mine. I wonder if I should go back. Do you, do you win any awards, Declan, at your school? Did I win awards? Yeah, no, win I was awards? A, always like I never got them. Kate, I never got awards. Apart from being a monkey, did you win any awards? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think everyone at my school won awards and thing. I went to one of those schools. Yeah. It's like we had like twenty school captains. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyone want to ask me? Uh, <laughs> Josh, did you win any awards at school? Won the dance award in year twelve. Oh, wow! And now to commemorate that yeah. <laughs> I've just I have to know. Dance. I have to know. Is the Fuck. is the speaking the public speaking award that Charlie Pickering is the Trophy is it designed <laughs> like you? <laughs> is, is it is it the Charlie as in the like the Logie or yeah. the Oscar? And is the little like metal bit have you? Is it chiselled into like your shape? Like, yeah, does, does the guy have a little pressing of my face? Yeah. It's very eighties. Yeah. It's like yeah. a BAFTA, like, no, the, um, like the brown loans. Those yeah. kids are saying, "Who's going to take Charlie home tonight?" Yeah, yeah. Ah, very good. No, it's just a just a. Just a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I thought I was going to ask if it was like you. How big is the cod piece? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> it's it's in proportion. It's all in proportion. Question nine: Who won a bike for being the best at their job? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Kappa. You are incorrect. It was Declan oh. Faye. Uh, I would never be good at a job. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there you go. I did win an award. Yeah. Pie um, boy. Nineteen ninety-three. Best pie boy. At the oh, MCG hell. in the final series. Wow. Oh, wow. You can yeah. be the best at the pies? Yeah, you, sell, yeah, sell you know how you do it? You sell the most oh, pies. Oh, wow. And okay. I even, it's like, this is real, like, Dangerfield stuff. Like, I even missed a game in the finals. Really? I missed oh. the Hawthorne-Adelaide final because I went to it with my dad. I missed a game and I still won best pie boy. No, no, three. People love buying pies but from men with small teeth. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Well, he's not going to eat them. I mostly eat them. <laughs> question 10, our final question for the round. Oh, it's anyone's game apart from Charlie's. Who, while at work, once had a flipper thrown at them? A Kate. flipper. Yes, Kate. Are you Kappa? No, it was oh. Declan Faye as well. Oh. Yes. <laughs> What, you we threw a pie, pie at someone, they're like, you're going to throw a pie at me? I've got a flipper, mate. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't while pie-boying. It was, uh, it was uh, very early on at a, in, the, in the comedy career. It wasn't even a career. I did an impro thing, and it was in front of a bunch of like pretty rough kids at a school. And... Uh, a kid, it was in there like drama thing, you know the weird drama room that's got Multi, and it's multi-purpose yeah. room. Yeah, and it's got like the, the what like the big trunk of like costumes, old costumes, mm-hmm. and a kid like literally like picked up a flipper and threw it at me. And I just remember it was, I couldn't process it. I was there and I saw it coming out of the corner of my eye, a flipper going, <laughs> and I just like sort of matrixed out of the way of it and got through it because the adrenaline's sort of going and you finish. 
And then as I was leaving, I was like, fuck, a kid threw a flipper at me. <laughs> like, it only sort of just dawned on me then. Yeah. I thought it might have been the guys next door when you told them to stop smoking grass. <laughs> Turn down the fat boy sleeping in the grass. <laughs> Here's a flipper, old man. <laughs> yeah, big scuba diving household. Okay, at the, at the end of the game, the scores are Charlie on two points. Did yeah. well. Did well. Yeah. Kate oh on four points. Hey. Declan on four points. But our winner on six points is Nick Kappa. Yeah, I think the, this is the first one I've won yeah, after about ten. Yeah, you've been on a few. This is the first one you won. He was yes. late though, so he's he had a deducted <laughs> point. I take one point five. He still wins. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, because you won, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first. Nick, yeah, yeah. Just Twitter. cap a flapper on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Can I say something? I don't find a lot of people's social media very yeah. funny, yeah. and I don't. It sort of annoys me. <laughs> um, but your stuff on Instagram makes me laugh. Oh, thanks, people should. Yeah. Thanks. I try my best. Yeah. 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 Cool, Kate. What have you got coming up? Oh, Twitter. Yes. Get on the Twitter. I've got a silent H in my surname, so just try to guess how to get to that. I'm not going to tell you how to spell it. Well, if you're, on, if you're on Twitter and you follow me, oh, I'll yeah. plug okay. this and so you'll see, the, challenge, see the link. Yeah. Or, or the do the challenge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Declan. I've got, a pro- I've got a proper plug. Yeah. I've oh. got a gig on... I don't do many gigs these days. Uh, the podcast I do, rival podcast to Josh's, um, uh, The Sweetest Plum is doing a live show on Friday. Will yes. this be out by Friday? This will be out tomorrow. Awesome. So, yeah. so it's at Trades Hall. It is, it, the only reason it's we're sort of quite excited about it. it's the second last ever gig at the Bella Union Bar yep. um, they're shutting it down so uh, we are getting to play the second last gig if any of your listeners want to go because we ne- we do actually need a bit of podcast solidarity and stop cutting the knees out of each other um, if anybody just contact me on social media or you and uh, yep. I'll throw you on the door sweet and who, so is it you you and Nick me and Nick Maxwell Gates are going to be there Stephen Gates is going to be there um, Geraldine Quinn Geraldine Quinn can't do it. She already had something booked. Somebody called Nick Haywood? Who's that? Is that a somebody famous? Um, she's at a gig. Maybe she just made it up. I've bought tickets to Nick uh, Haywood. Hey, <laughs> um, so, no, it's just us. We may have a special guest. Um, and uh, then they're doing afterwards uh, Triple R DJs because Triple R's had a long affiliation with that place, Fee Squared. And Sarah Smith from Breakfast. Fee Squared, oh, Sarah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Both previous guests on this show. There so you go. go. And Mr Pickering? Um, I'm also on Twitter, but uh, the yearly is coming up on ABC. That's but that's the the soonest Sweet. thing that I have coming up. It's in December. I'm not sure when. Awesome. Um, it's a year. It's the year in review, and there's jokes. Great. Sweet. Also, everyone uh, listen to this. Uh, the final, the Christmas show has gone on sale for Don't You Know Who I Am. It's going to be at European Beer Cafe on the 16th of December. All the proceeds go to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation. So come along. It's 25 bucks. 25 bucks gets a kid in a remote area, three books. So it's very good. All of it's going there. And so uh, I can't say who's on uh, yet, but there are lots of big names. Eight guests in the one show. It's going to be fun. Shit. Yeah, it's going to go for a long time. It's going to be good. Anyway, thanks for finding You know who I am. Till next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetvcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 